reminds me I need to zoom out. Zooming and booming. Welcome to the Trash Cats Trash Cast. Merry Christmas, you pieces of shit. <laughs> I'm Richard. I'm Steve. And this week we're celebrating Jesus' birthday. Our little boy born in a manger and given gold by the kings. He smoked the magic frankincense and turned water into wine in front of his cuckold stepdaddy, Joe. We should have aborted that little bitch in the manger. (laughs) Dude, Christmas is so stupid. (laughs) Imagine the different story if they they, uh, burned Mary at the cross for adultery. (laughs) This is a butchered manger of blood. (laughs) Baby parts. Merry Christmas. It's nice to have you all here. I hope everyone has a nice warm fire going, some light snow out the window, and you're with loved ones as you listen to this episode. Nice little cup of eggnog, you know. Dude, eggnog is disgusting. Man, for someone who drinks as much dairy products as you do. I am a big, big milkman. If I may say so myself. He's a big mommy milker. If I was rich, I have so many plans. All right. You know, I have my fancy pool, my Mm -hmm. my black pool with my hamster tubes. Your your Vanta black pool. (laughs) Of various vapors for poolside access. But I also Mm. want to have the milking room. Now, Just your own cows and goats. Dude, dude, just picture. (laughs) Just multiple animals you can milk. Dude, they're all just hooked up by the teat, <laughs> and you have like like a soda machine where you can just press the button and get the very. It just milks the animals, and you can drink straight from the teat. It's just like a nice, warm, thick cup of fresh oh, milk. Yeah, some frothy Christmas milk. <laughs> <laughs> new new tradition: frothy, warm milk. Just take your milk, put it in the microwave for a minute or two, whip it, whip it. Little, little powdered sugar on top, <laughs> you're good to go. Little powdered sugar. That's some good shit. But <laughs> goddamn, we're off to a very hot start. I yeah. have. <laughs> I we got a couple things to do today. We're gonna fuck around because Christmas is bullshit. But first, how was your week? Week was good, uh, uneventful, which is a good thing. Yeah, you forgot you the doing? whole week already. Oh um, man, yeah, mostly. Was it a traumatic brain injury or? No, it was just uneventful. Okay. Not not worth writing a big letter home about? No, honestly, it feels like I was just here uh, a couple days ago recording with you. You made a hot sauce, though? My favorite hot sauce. That's, That's right, I did do that, yeah. It was I a found whole out, rigmarole I, you went through. I found out Keith still has some from a couple years ago that still jarred. So I want to compare flavors, but the color looked about the same. So you just stole that and said you made more? Yeah. <laughs> just thinned it out and <laughs> put it in a bunch of different jars. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm sure it's going to be outstanding. That's oh, my it's favorite hot sauce, bar none. Nothing ever has came close. It's so fucking good. And the best part is I had I had a little sampler the other day, and it is very nice, and it, it works well with other foods. It is very hot, but like it, it tames down with other stuff. Did you have um, to get the special peppers? I think you did black jalapeno and ghost. You had like a whole thing. It was a black habanero I think I got last year. Yeah. I didn't pretty. I didn't end up getting those. What I did get was um towards the end of the summer I got a bunch of Carolina Reaper peppers That's and I I pickled them. So I had those sitting in my fridge for a little while 
and then I just used all those pickled uh, reaper peppers mm. and some of the brine. That's and I, I still have a uh, a thing of brine in my fridge right now of reaper pepper brine, and that shit is hot as fuck. Just pour pour a little bit into your frothed milk for yeah. a kick at the end of the night. A night get some nice curdles. Yes, yes. So chill week. Nothing, nothing to write home. Yeah. How you doing? Okay. I I did have my man. I've been running myself ragged this week. I, I just got back from the doctor. I, I wasn't joking last week. I really did have to get some CAT scans. And if you guys stick around at the end of the episode, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna review my doctor's handiwork and take a look at these scans. See what's going on in there, you know? <laughs> take a look inside of Steven. <laughs> yeah, let's see what's going on. There were some interesting results. We're gonna we're gonna get into my <laughs> physical well being a bit. And we're also gonna rate Steven's doctor. God, dude, the amount of fear I had at looking at some of these organs. Oh, boy. But I'm okay. I got a couple years left, so. But the week overall is just, ah, dude, I'm just tired, man. I've been just slowly chipping away. at. I lost a piece of art, which, like, happens maybe every, like, six months I'll lose something, like, midway. That and fucking sucks. Normally, when it happens, I will not sleep. Until I get it back. So, oh. <laughs> so I even if I have to start from scratch, there was a time two summers ago I was building pools and I stayed up like 24 hours straight. I'm working on the heat all day. I lose a piece of art in the middle of the night as I'm like finalizing it. So then I have to pull an all-nighter and it gets to the next night of working after going out again during the day, I lost it again. And I just stayed up three days straight. I like just I, rage quit. Dude, just, just destroy fury. your computer. Dude, I've gotten so close to breaking so many computers and hard drives. Like where you have the hard drive of your life's work over your head, ready to smash it. And you're like, I can't do it. What's, what's even the <laughs> fucking point? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But it was, it was a piece I honestly wasn't in love with. Like it, I, I think it looked really good. But it wasn't, I feel like it met my quality standards, but I, I wasn't as emotionally invested in it. So every once in a while, you know, maybe every couple of years when that happens, I try to like go with the flow and just zen monk it and let it go. And I, I think I think I'm at peace with that because I started something new and I feel better. So I've just been, just had no time, man, just trying to chip and enjoy the the little diamonds of life in the the mines of the bullshit, but um, this week I get tattooed for a couple hours, so hopefully that lets off some steam. But hell yeah, yeah, uh, doing okay. Just frustrated, and I will be so happy when Christmas is over. Yeah, when we, Christmas over. The thing you just said about you know finding the a, the beautiful diamond in the mine kind of thing, like that's it's like it reminded me. I just had. <laughs> It's like the corn in the poop. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to sift through it a little bit. You know, sometimes you got to get your hands dirty, but you know, that's life. The kidney stone in the urine. You yeah. Know? The, <laughs> I had maybe the closest, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't call it a suicidal thought. I would call it the closest thing I've had to a su- suicidal thought in a long time. To tell? I, I, I don't, I've been trying to remember exactly what it was. But I just it just flashed in my mind. It was something like either middle of the night or like kind of late, and I was 
waking up to use the restroom and I, I just had a thought and it was a very existential, something along the lines of like, it's like, why would we, why do we even bother when, oh, fuck, I don't remember what it was. This is all going nowhere. But basically the, the, the point of it was I've, I've long, you know, gotten to the point where it's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to commit suicide. I just, I don't, I feel yeah. like it's a, not a, not the way I want to go. And it's just not, I don't see it as an option. So the, when I had it, old though, I mean, we'll see, but (laughs) you know, I want you to make a commitment. Yeah. (laughs) Commit now. (laughs) Now was this thought, did it have anything to do with buttering bread by chance? (laughs) It did not. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter how well I'm doing. If I have to butter a cold piece of bread, I'm thinking about killing myself. Okay, that's fair. Every single time. <laughs> what a miserable God made this world if we had the butter bread. You gotta leave the butter out on the counter. Bro, um, it just chunks. The bread's destroyed. Oh, God. Don't get terrible. me started on the butter. It's all bad. No, it, it was, but the, the way I reacted to it was initially just like, oh, that was funny. Like, I kind of laughed at it and realized that was probably one of the darker things I've thought about in a, in a while. That's actually a good feeling. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you can have a little chuckle about it to yourself and you know, realize, like, oh, wow, that was. Like you're a rapper brutal. looking back at the days when you were broke before you made it big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. I remember when I was suicidal all the fucking time. Look at me now. Butter yeah. bread. Look at me now. It's just a, just a day in the life, huh? <laughs> big time in it over here. <laughs> Dude, I know that feeling, though. As a previously constantly crazy person, having the occasional thoughts where that are super crazy is like it is it, it's pretty surreal because you're like holy fuck i was this way all the time yeah 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 this this is it's and it's almost bad when you think about it that way of like this is commonplace and it's like not that not so much that you think about it like that all the time or you think those things all the time but it's like it's it's you're numb to it yeah it's like i'm just this is just normal it's that awareness of your a little bit of mental illness showing. Yeah, exactly. You got a little uh, excuse mental me, sir. Uh, your mental illness is showing. <laughs> you you need you, to clean that up. That can is. You, can you maybe zip that up, please, sir? Thank you. Here in public, there are kids here. <laughs> I, I have, I have a little Christmas present for you. A little oh, do tell Christmas experiment, if you will. There's nothing I like more than on Christmas than experimenting. (laughs) I love Christmas experiments. So I was thinking back. I was pondering this Christmas concept, right? Yeah. (laughs) I was being very intellectual, very, very smart. (laughs) Galaxy brain over here. Yeah, I was big time Christmas brain in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was thinking back to when you're a kid and you write letters to the North Pole. Yeah. Right? What kind of psychopath teacher does that to a kid? <laughs> First off, let's start with that. Now, second, I was curious, where the fuck do these letters go? So I'm clickety-clacking on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. It's like 2155 Reindeer Road or whatever. It's like a real federal address set up where all the UPSs in the country use it as a code to send all of the fake Santa mail. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I actually know that part. Yeah, so I was yeah, thinking. Wild. I was thinking to myself, what if Santa actually mailed me back? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the 
hear me out. Hear me out. This this is gonna. We're gonna do some Christmas war games. We're gonna get into war tactics and strategy. Always battle. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna raid the North Pole. Now now let me let me tell you how we get there before we get into your war tactics on Mm -hmm. Santa and his elven slave army. Okay. So twenty five years pass. Since you wrote that letter to 2445 Reindeer Road. And Santa writes you back. And it's a nice little note. Calls you a young boy over and over again. It's kind of weird. He keeps saying <laughs> that. But, but you realize there's, there's some impressions on the back of your letter. And you think back to that, that old CSI episode. And you, you get the graphite pencil out. And you do a, you do a graphite rubbing, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. You can tell Santa was writing something else on top of your letter. He wasn't even focusing on you. It took him 30 years to write the damn note. Now, what you uncover, like a fucking detective. Detective hat all the way on. (coughs) It's a note to Mrs. Claus. (laughs) (laughs) The note goes on to read that basically him and Mrs. Claus are on the outs. They're having some, some marital problems. And Santa, after last year's Christmas deliveries is going to spend the year abroad. They're, mm, okay. they're basically separating. So Santa's gone for spend a year. Spend year in the in the Dubai or Turks and Caicos or some shit. Yeah, and, and he says to Mrs. Claus that he'll be back next Christmas to pick up the presents that the elves are working on, and they'll, they can talk in person then. And, and it's dated and everything. He also called her a slut, which seemed Ooh, a bit extreme- that's- yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, Santa. But so f- this is the the data you have, okay, yeah. Sherlock. So <laughs> you know, Santa and Mrs. Claus are on the outs. That's that's point A. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Point B. You know he's been gone from the North Pole for one year, and he will be returning in one week to pick up all the presents. Mm-hmm. Point C, and this is the big one. It has the address of Santa's workshop. Mm-hmm. You know where to go. So, all right, so I got the address right. We got yeah. our three pieces of information. I'm on Google Maps. We're gonna key this. Uh, this is top secret. I can't share this with the. <laughs> We're triangulating. And triangulating the frequency. Triangulating <laughs> and got it. We're hacked into the mainframe of Santa's workshop. Okay, now. We know he's not going to be back for a week. We know he has droves of elves crafting toys. And I believe with the perfect plan, we can get to the North Pole, free the elves, mm-hmm. and take them as our own elf army and do as we will. We could steal Santa's elves. We could ruin Christmas. Okay. This last bit before I let you go. We've done some hypothetical, what would you change in the world if you had unlimited money, yeah. right? We've played that game. That, that's for that's for losers. Okay, we're on to we're in, <laughs> we did that, but that's for losers. Yeah. <laughs> we're in the big leagues now. So the question is, let, let's make it an even number, just for for simplicity. Ten thousand. If we can get to the North Pole and defeat whatever safety mechanisms Santa has going on, we could steal ten thousand. Elvish slaves to do what we will. What could we do to change the world? Or what would you just want to do with 10,000 elves? Hmm. 
<laughs> so so first things first, you got to get to the North Pole. All right, you said we have ten thousand, like ten thousand dollars. That's what we have to do it. No, you got nothing. You oh, got, that's ten thousand elves. We have the nothing. goal we is to no get resources. the ten thousand elves, and then we're going to decide what we want to do with them. And boy, do I have some ideas. Mm. Well, see, that's okay. So he's not there, but here's the thing: he's coming back in a week. He's coming back in a week. I would imagine. Be okay. So we're following hypotheticals here. Uh, my first thought was going to be that they're a highly secretive operation that probably has, you know, defensive technologies, you know, beyond our, our scope based on the fact that he, he's got the technology to hit, you know, every Christian household in the world. They got guided land Except to he, air candy cane missiles lining the perimeter. <laughs> so my, my thought is like, unless you're like rolling in with like a stealth bomber or something – you're you're probably out of luck. So what would we're, we're probably looking at a Wakanda scenario where you're going to be like you know traveling around it or overhead, and you're going to look down, and what you're going to see is not you know the Santa's workshop. It's going to be snowy debris and and nothingness. So how how about this? Give me mm. your your best your best theory to attempt the workshop. So we're we're in the Midwest. And we got to get to Santa's workshop. Give me your like best synopsis on how you could think it most plausible to invade Santa's workshop. And you're, it's mm. you can have a couple people, you could have a small team, but you can, it's just you know basically you. We're we're trying to get into Santa's workshop to to incite the rebellion. I think we should go in style. I'm thinking we pose as foreigners and we take an Alaskan cruise. That gets us halfway there. And we can have a nice, relaxing vacation in the meantime. Once we're in Alaska, we hire the, you know that movie, The Gray? The, those special forces guys that snipe wolves? <laughs> I say we hire a team of elite snipers, and then they can ferry us in to the poles. All right. Now, now here's my question. Okay. If we're, if we're talking, it's, it's at the North Pole, which the North Pole is... Not on a landmass that we can see, right? It's in like the middle of the Arctic Ocean. I don't think that's true at all. That is very true. That is not the North Pole does there are not two exist poles. on a landmass. Yeah, the, so the North Pole <laughs> does not exist on no, a landmass. This is this is pure. Are you talking about ignorance. magnetic pole? No, this is pure my ignorance. I aren't there landmasses? I know, like our maps. When you look at a map of the yeah. globe, right, a two D map. Yeah. They're not accurate, right? Like Asia Correct. is way bigger. Right. And I know there's a southern pole landmass. That's Correct. Antarctica. Right. Yeah. But isn't there also some sort of landmass in the northern pole? It just might not be as big as a continent. No. Are you sure? I'm positive. Is the part there of that is, problem? There are like the farthest northern land you can get to, which I think is like Somewhere in Greenland. But when you get to the top of the map, you're at the or bottom like of Siberia the map. Or like Siberia or some shit, but there's not like... But where is... But what about... Where's Antarctica? Because the bottom of the map is the top of the map on a sphere. That's not true. It wraps, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom's the top, depending on how you look you're at saying, it, bro. You're saying it, it, doesn't, it wraps the other way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
Antarctica, it's like all like jagged on the one side where it meets the coast, and then it's just real flat. Where are all these fucking penguins coming from? Either way, there is a big ass iceberg with a bunch of penguins and peppermints in the North Pole. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So let's go with that. So there is an island that is in the Arctic Ocean. Yes. That is not depicted on our our globes and, and maps and whatnot because. Either either one of two things is true. One, the government is is hiding it from us, or they are hiding themselves from everyone, including. Well, government. it's Santa's stealth tech. Yeah, it, and yeah, he exactly. clearly his magic is magic stealth tech. It's Santa not magic. Would be, the, Santa would be a wizard, right? Like he deals with elves and elves. Elven. I mean, uh, he seems like good a with magic. More of a sorcerer to me. Yeah. Uh, okay, so sorcerer means he's got no. That's warlock. I was going to say he's a. Uh, no, a sorcerer makes sense because he's got a natural innate ability to do magic, so that does make sense. If you say um, so. <laughs> I played Dungeons and Dragons. Someone out there is agreeing with me. Dude, I held back that nerd that lodged itself in my throat. It was hard to oh, hold. Oh, no, that's fine. I know I'm a nerd. That's fine. All right, so so we're we're going for a sorcerer okay. that lives at the North Pole. Bro, we just got to get to – the whole question is what do we do with these elves? But well, we got to get there first. So what's, what's your – how do you that, get there? That, that, that's the question is how do we get there? So This okay. is step – this is the first part of the question. We got a I lot. know, and I'm breaking it down. I'm trying to understand the question. I don't want to just spit out gobbledygook. I'm taking this fucking seriously, Stephen. You asked the question. I'm trying to give a good response. Alaska's not a Alaska's might not be a bad spot to go. It would probably be the easiest for saying. us to get to, barring like take a nice know, cruise to warm up for the raid. I know, I know, my passport is not um, current enough to like get a you know a tour to Northern Greenland right now. So Alaska might be our best bet. Yeah. So we get. Let's say we 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 make it to Alaska, no problem. Okay, we're cruising, drinking on the boat, chilling. Getting ready for war. So we're rolling up to this this island there. I mean, I, I don't know. Will we have to? Will we flank them? Will we take two boats? If, I mean, is it just you and me? Is it just we're just army of two in it? Y- yeah. Well, maybe we take a couple stray dogs. You know, like we steal some of the other crew's people's dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we make them mush. And <laughs> we, we take go. A- <laughs> <laughs> We don't bring dogs. We bring raccoons. <laughs> Just large, fat raccoons. And Alaskan raccoons. Yeah. The, the biggest, strongest raccoons. So we're making a mush. All right. We get to Santa's workshop. We made yeah. it. It's been a hell of a journey. Mm-hmm. Here's the crazy part. They have all of this high-tech shit. Barbed wire fences. Big iron gates. <laughs> all right. Let me, let me, let me give you this. It, 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 no. It, here it is. But all the, the elvish sentries, all the, the guards on patrol, they're all in a fucking trance. They mm. are just zapped out of their little little elvish midget minds, just zonked out. They're a mess. They're, they're just on autopilot. Santa in, inspelled them. They don't mm. even know you're there. They're basically zombies. All of the elves in the workshop are just grinding their fingers to the bone, just bleeding all over the toys as they they make them. They're just like fully automaton Manchurian candidate mode. Okay. They don't even notice us walking in. And Mrs. Claus, she has sleep apnea. So she... (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, so does she? <laughs> she, she's clearly a piece of shit. She, she can't even hear us get in <laughs> over that stupid machine. So we're in the factory, no problem. <laughs> I'm picturing, I'm picturing you and me in a bunch of raccoons, all in wetsuits, coming up out of the Arctic Ocean, SEAL Team Six style, with killing like, suits. <laughs> Like, kind of taking aim at some of the guards and shit, and, like, they're just not noticing us, and we just keep moving. They don't notice at all. We're going to seize Santa's throne, but let me let me give you a little background information on elves. No, please do. <laughs> I don't know how familiar you are, you are with the elven race. It's more, more than any man probably should be, but continue. <laughs> so these elves, right, they're mm. about three and a half feet tall. They're real stumpy motherfuckers. They got the pointy ears. Oh, these are like Keebler elf style. Yes, dude. They be living off of cookies, right? They they <laughs> they, f- they are fueled purely by powdered sugar cookies. And they they craft well. They have very dexterous dexterous <laughs> dexterish hands. <laughs> yep, continue. Very, very nimble fingers. They wear big tall hats. Uh, they're basically lobotomized midgets. So that's what we're up against or, or what we will have if we control them. Okay. They're like, it takes like three of them to make a regular person. So they're like worth a third of a person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. So you spot Santa's throne, right? Yes. It's got some crazy control shit, and you you pick up Santa's scepter, his sickle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know Santa's famous for his yeah. sickle <laughs> <laughs> that he <laughs> beheads the bad reindeer that don't listen. Uh-huh. Like we all like to pretend there's one Rudolph. The thing is, is he Santa kills so many reindeer oh every my God. year. It's a fucking bloodbath <laughs> every fucking year. You you know when you see like a deer on the side of the road and you're like oh I got hit by a car oh yeah that's <laughs> yeah no way that's Santa's Santa just dropping, dropping one off, off. <laughs> <laughs> so you you steal Santa's scepter yeah at that yeah, moment yeah. the spell is broken all the el- their eyes clear up again they shake it off they're they're confused they don't know all they know is that Santa hurt them and they are mm. so grateful to you. And they, they they pledge their allegiance. And <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. No, I'm waiting. I, I want to hear this because I'm 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 waiting for you. You need to write. You need to write this book. Yeah. So they they pledge their allegiance to you, and they are your devoted army of elves, and they will mm-hmm. do whatever you want. If if when Santa comes back, you want to cut them up piece by piece. Ten thousand elves got your back, and they'll. They'll do it. They'll cannibalize Santa for it. They're, they're angry elves. <laughs> they're South Pole As they Pole should elves. be, right? Yeah. <laughs> They'll cannibalize Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so you have your elvish army. If you want to sustain your army, you have to have a certain percentage of them constantly baking sugar cookies to feed the rest yeah, of the army. Yeah, that is true. But aside from that, it's pretty much free reign. You can do what you want with these elves to impact the world however you wish. I have some ideas. But uh, I'd like to see where you take it, and then we could throw some out. <sighs> this is a classic philosophy problem. It really is. Um, <clears throat> You're throwing bodies at a problem. You got nearly unlimited manpower in the shape of 
tiny elves. Mm, now here's the thing. It's a lot of elves. You can take over you could all, breed them all, of, too. all of Congress with that for sure. You could um, breed them <laughs> or milk them for that special <laughs> elf milk. <laughs> you got to make sure you're uh, hooking the uh, the milking receptacle up to the right place. But well, how, That's how you get the best cookies. <laughs> get that frost. Elf milk. <laughs> Fuck, man. You could go Breaking Bad and have the super meth lab elven meth that's honestly that was gonna be my next thing is like drug cartel yeah like if they can make cookies and toys they can make some meth what's what's bring back real drugs to america (laughs) i was just reading an analysis of fentanyl to the u.s because fentanyl almost solely goes to the u.s at this point and it's like a a funny joke to the narcos in mexico (laughs) they sell us the fentanyl (laughs) because they get hooked up with it from china and it's basically a bunch of other countries that think it's funny. We're all hooked on fentanyl and they don't sell it to their countries. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that absolutely makes sense to me. That, that, it's a pretty good tracks. joke. <laughs> it's a, a pretty good joke. <laughs> Just a good little goofer. You know? <laughs> April Fool's. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like that would be. You could march on the Vatican, bro. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. The the elf occupation of, of the Vatican. You could turn them all into little fireflies and burn every church in the world. Okay, no, actually, that's a thing anyways. Honestly, Santa would might back you up on that because the war on Christmas is like Santa and his and his capitalism versus the church in there. Then, you know, they're not – no one's talking about the birth of Jesus because they're all talking about like the gifts and the presents and the – Right, I mean – the, the war on Christmas. American they've been, folklore. They they've been they've been preparing for the <clears throat> war against the the elves for for a long time. So that might that might be. Uh, but I bet know, all the a little priests, harder than expected. But I think it's definitely achievable. But don't you think the priests like the little elves? That is true. We might we might have some casualties in the way of that. Maybe a little conflict of interest there. But yeah. But we could embed the elves as fake choir boys all across the the nation. Until one night they strike. And burn. All at once, the, the, the great bloodletting of all the priests. Yes, dude. Elves would be perfect for murdering priests. <laughs> <laughs> they look so cute and shy. It takes the priests off guards. They're, they're reeled in by these young boyish charms. Until think of the think of the, new, the candy cane. <laughs> think of the new um, Christmas carols and stories that would, would be spun. It'd be like... The medieval songs and tales of wars and battles, but it would be elves murdering priests in the Vatican. Bro, cardinals. Now I'm I'm only thinking about narco shit because, dude, one of the coolest things. I mean, you could do both. They're magic. You can do both. But one of the coolest things ever is the gangsters that die and they get the song. There's a word for it, but they get the special songs, the odes to them. Mm-hmm. And it's like their third gangster story. But there was recently one about a monkey that this Sicaro had in a bulletproof vest and he gave it guns to bring into battle. That's fucking wild. And like, <laughs> it was like a little spider monkey thing with a bulletproof vest and it had, it died at the hands of an FBI agent or some shit that shot it to death in a raid. And now there's like actual songs about this monkey. Jesus Christ. How cool is that? This fucking planet we live on is wild. (laughs) We are, we are a crazy fucking species. You Um, could could put all these elves in the zoos 
I wouldn't want to do that though. There, there's, there's more worth to them. You could pimp them. I mean, I think there's more worth to them than that, too. They're elves, dude. Who the fuck cares? They're not. No, I'm not talking about the worth of their person. I'm saying the worth of what they can do, what they what they can accomplish. You could harvest enough candy cane to feed all the homeless and poor. I mean, you could definitely do that. But I mean, really, the narco shit's almost the best option. They can build like <laughs> toys and stuff to like to smuggle drugs in and they're little elf pouches like kangaroos have pouches so do elves yeah yeah but when they're oh full- man yeah think of the think of the how quickly they could build houses the rent prices just drop straight through the floor it, we we install <laughs> we install uh, an elf in every major city where rent prices are getting out of control so that they can uh, at least once a night shoot a gun into the air to keep <laughs> our, the rent flight prices low. Our elven enforcers, kind of like yeah. elf on the shelf, but for yes. <laughs> we do real elf in the shelves. Yes. <laughs> we have a little he's elven a, sentry in every little <laughs> He sits atop the highest building in every city. <laughs> like fucking with a, Batman. With a golden AK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that they have to build themselves. <laughs> now here's one. I did think so. You don't want to pimp them. This out, is how Dark Souls bosses start. <laughs> I was gonna say they, instead of just an AK, they all get to build their own weapon that you know fits their personality, and that's. <laughs> I just you, kept picturing how cool it would be to be a pimp that wears all Santa gear, and you pimp out a whole <laughs> army of little little tiny elves. But <laughs> just a red velvet suit, <laughs> like white fur trim. Oh my god! A white chinchilla trim. <laughs> but if you don't want to do that, what if we we use the elves to breed reindeer? Okay, hear me out. Okay. We breed thousands of reindeer, and then we start doing the real experiments where we try to make a reindeer elf centaur. <laughs> I'm picturing, bro. You got Nazi supervillain powers. Like you can do all kinds of experiments on these stupid little elves. And and what you're saying is like embrace them. Yes, <laughs> embrace your dark side. It's like the first experiment isn't even like through. Like the breeding doesn't go well. So <laughs> it's like okay, well, I'm just gonna cut off the, the bottom of this guy oh, God, and no. sew it to the top of this reindeer. <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, human centipede style. You see a reindeer dashing down the street with an elf body, like yeah, hanging from the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so brutal. Oh, wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, damn it! All right, well, let's get through a couple more of the evil ones. And then- <laughs> <laughs> And then if you want to be a good guy. No, continue. Go ahead. And then if you want to be a good guy, we could try to figure out if we actually had the man. Like, we built pyramids, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I physically helped. We built pyramids. (laughs) (laughs) We could do some crazy shit with human, like, muscle, body power. So, we could do some good shit, too. But how cool would it be to do the Colosseum games with thousands of elves battling to the death? Oh, damn. And you could upvote them or down... We could have the whole country upvote or downvote them on Instagram. If they yeah, exactly. Died. Live stream it. Yeah, dude. Imagine like a bunch... streaming. A <laughs> bunch of hyenas <laughs> fighting. A li- what do you call a group of elves? A little swarm? What do you call... Uh, 
uh, a gaggle. Like a murder of cro- a gaggle of elves. An orange of elves. An orange of elves. <laughs> Why orange? Or an orca of elves. An orca of elves. I actually I like that. That's an orca of elves. We could, you know, have a, a pack of hyenas versus an orca of elves. <laughs> you could be on your the Caesar's throne in your Santa gear. <laughs> Well, I guess, no, if they can use their magic. They don't have magic, but they got brains. They got tech. They're they're like hacker gnomes, basically. Okay, you're just making <laughs> shit up now. I mean, it's all made up, but okay, you're right. No, continue. Uh, do you think this is real? <laughs> no, you're right. I'm, I mean, I'm basing it on lore, obviously, but... Well, I mean, if you wanted to be... Oh, you know what? I take that back, because if you got all these elves making, you know... All these toys and all these gifts for people, like, you know, that means they're making iPads and shit, too, right? Like, so. Yeah. They know about hack. They know about hacking and shit. They know how to to bend the circuit boards. Yeah, they got tiny little nimble figures. They can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're smart. And and if you wanted to embrace that, you could invest in elvish tech. And you could try to do an elf NASA. Ooh, yeah. And bring the elves to the solar system be uh be the new elon musk i mean elon just he's actually three little elves stuffed (laughs) just stacked on top of each other yeah that's why his face looks like that it's getting weirder and weirder (laughs) here he's he's changing under that (laughs) his reptilian scales are showing yeah I mean, what else are aliens? They're basically like foreign elves, right? Oh yeah. You could you you could donate all the little elves to the medical science. Use them as cadavers. <laughs> Not as like, hey, put these elves in hospitals. They're very useful and they can do wonderful things. Just donate the uh-huh. bodies to science. Rip out that adult elf's Just lungs. Murder them and- all and donate <laughs> them to science for it's a like child's a- lung transplant. <laughs> I'm pretty sure these are all A, B positive. You got are O positive. I think you can put all these, you can use all these parts. What if in our elvish research, we found out that elves' blood was like the ultimate blood type? It's like O, po- o, o it omega. Is O positive? <laughs> it's o omega. O, it's elf omega blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new energy, energy drink. What my Christmas drinking? energy drink. It tastes like peppermint and eggnog mixed. <laughs> This is largely dairy-based. It's also a protein drink. So what good things would you do then? Because I'm going to do all of the bad ones because I don't give a fuck about elves. I mean, we already listed all the good things. You know, uh, uh, build f- houses and install elves inside of the, uh, the medical facilities to create tools and, and things that they need and also bring drugs back to America. What about building shit? You have an army. Would you attack Russia? Would you build houses or like, I don't know. No, I mean like at that point I see like the the problems of the world are now not my problems anymore. If I have an army of Just because you're a warlord? Well, no, because I have an army of magical elves that have abilities. They are magical. They can, they have access to magical resources at least. To say that they're not magic. No, they're just far ahead of us in tech. Okay, so what you're what you're describing is no longer elves. What you're describing is like they're Keebler elves. They're fucking gnomes. Basically, you think all them elves make all the the Keebler elves make all them fucking cookies and they're not magic? No, they just have a, a really hard work ethic. Mm-hmm. Put, producing cookies out of their uh, their tree homes. I don't think so. They have get, families get, to feed. Get fucking real, Steven. 
I think I think at that point, even if they so even if we just go with they have good tech, it's the next thing is like, all right, let's fucking let's let's leave this place. We have an army that could withstand that could fight other could take over other you know armies no problem. What mm-hmm. we're looking at is we have we have technology now that we can go outside of the bounds of our solar system, the bounds of where we've where we've had to stop before. I say we further that conquest. Right. So like if you're the Santa warlord figure mm-hmm. and, and you make elf NASA yeah. and these elves don't have to sleep the normal amounts, you can work them to the bone, you can abuse them as much as you want, you could achieve interstellar capabilities far faster than real NASA ever could. SpaceX has I mean, nothing on the elves. This is basically like real life Kerbal Space Program. So would that be your game plan? Like you want to work them hard and try to advance? We're, yeah, we're, we're exploring the cosmos. But then are you are you going to explore them with elves? Like are you going to bring elven life to a new planet or, or do you want humans? Well, that's the thing. Is that is the thing. So, elves have a longer lifespan than than humans do, so they can withstand that long travel through space. Yeah, their bone de- they might turn, you know, get real osteoporotic or whatever in space. Their bones may crumble, but they'll make it to Mars. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll make it there. But then you're fuck, just farthering fuck, them. No, 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 no. Fuck Mars. We're not sending them to Mars. We can get to Mars. But then um, you're just furthering their race. We're, we're, ex- we're furthering our understanding. So, they, right. That information's going to come back to us. But, it, but I've... I'm not trying to like build a colony of them on you know, a planet. I'm trying to send them out to bring us back information. To send, we send them out, whether they come back or not is less of a concern. It's like when they sent the dogs and cats and monkeys and shit into space... They're they're relaying information to us from you know through radio signal and whatnot. So that like we when, would not be able to get otherwise. So when you get the rest of the humans there, that first colony, do you do you then genocide the elves? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like it's like if so we let's say we find an a good planet that looks like it's worth colonizing, mm-hmm. then we work on sending the humans there. We're definitely going to bring elves with us too. You gotcha. know, because they're going to be, you know, they're they're useful tools, would you, right? Would, would you consider it interbreeding the elves with the humans to make like a super race? I I don't think I would. I would druids necessarily have to consider it. I think that's going to happen naturally. People do love fucking things different than them. That's true. It's, it, that is a thing, though. Like, it's very like, much a thing that people like to yeah. stick their dicks in something that doesn't belong to them. <laughs> <laughs> you put it that way. Jesus Christ. It's, a, it's been the entire human existence. But like, th- like for real, people built pyramids, right? Like, it was pretty right. incredible. But like, yeah. when you think of it, I mean, what's a fucking pyramid? It's just a stupid rock palace. Yeah. If you had unlimited muscle power, I'm also struggling to come up with things that are non-nefarious to do. Like, you know, when someone says, hey, you have an army, what do you do with it? The connotation is already there. If you have an army... But armies can do good things. They can do good things. It's just rare, right? Yeah. What if you were an army army of gardeners? You know, you liberate the oppressed nations, and you uh, uh, instill, um, you know, a, a working system that 
you know, I mean, that that takes policies and other shit too, but we could try to take about, out China's Skynet. There you go. Yeah. Like a real total recall, but with elves. Just overnight operation of like sneak in, fucking, you know, snip all the camera cables, destroy them, destroy the network that, uh, that collects data and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you can you think of can you think of g- give me one I don't know what's your your golden your golden goose plan what's your I really think if I if honestly if I had a race of people that <laughs> that did not count as real people <laughs> that's it, that's fictional and imaginary yeah not at all real and it's not racism and not at all <laughs> symbolic of like. Uh, Truly, this yeah. is no like lizard <laughs> people. There, there was about halfway through this conversation, I was thinking maybe we need to scrap this whole bit because it I just know. sounds like racism. But if, it just sounds like slavery, and it's bad. Like, but if okay, I had, we're gonna take the slaves from from Santa Claus, and we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna free them, but we're gonna use them as our own slaves <laughs> and make them do our bidding. <laughs> but if I had a fantasy race of little creatures mm-hmm. that I, there was like no, they want to do it. They want to make no, you happy. No, there's dude. like no, there's no morality, right? Like this mm. is like a free pass on Psycho for me, right? Like they, they're not real. No one mm. cares about what an imaginary elf feels like. Well, if, some people do, but it continue. Imagine actually being offended and caring. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> God, their life. Imagine hearing this conversation and being like, "You can't say that about elves." <laughs> 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 what are they saying? <laughs> Dude, I mean, I would, I would absolutely love the Coliseum games to to find the most creative way to to kill a bunch of tiny elves. You could, you know, like <laughs> you know that Lemmings game. Yes, I would want to. Dude, here's give them a give them a maze to get through. <laughs> <laughs> here's one of my imaginary games I often play. You line up <laughs> ten thousand elves, right, <laughs> and. You built like a Mario style like cannon, <laughs> one of those big bullet motherfuckers. Yeah. And you see how many elves you can shoot it through down the line. <laughs> it's like the mobsters where they, they use like a twenty two cow and a phone book against your chest and they see what letter it gets to. I wanna see how many elves I can put a cannon. You're testing you're testing ammunition on elves, is what you're I, saying. You I am, test I am testing <laughs> <laughs> the limits of physical science in our world. You know what this? <laughs> you know what that sounds like a lot, like a, like a to a T. What that sounds like? <laughs> it's exactly what Japan did to China and Korea. <laughs> well, if they did it on elves. We wouldn't have these problems. <laughs> <laughs> they did it on these fictional characters. <laughs> this wouldn't be an issue anymore. No one would been mad at Japan if they used elves from the yeah. North, Pol- North Pole instead. You could just do so many fun. Like I love the idea of violence without, um, without real world consequences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just sounds like so much fun to be a villain. You know, especially and, wearing Santa's gear, holding his scepter. And and you call D and D people nerds? Yeah, there's something worse because I feel like. <laughs> When there's lore involved. (laughs) Yeah, like, when I think of people who actually think elves are real, I get a little bothered. That's Well, that's different. No one, I I was going to say no one that plays D&D thinks that, but that can't be true. 
I would say most people that play D&D are not of the thought that this is real. No, they think it's like wrestling. <laughs> they think it's so real. <laughs> They're like, if I could just get my dwarf to a stronger level, we can combat Sauron. <laughs> I love, I love the, I was actually just thinking of this like two, three days ago, the arc in my life of like, when I was a little kid, I fucking loved pro wrestling. And then there was a, you know, a time like when you grow out of it, like you do. Mm-hmm. And through my teens, like unless you aspire to like do that in your life, that's I feel like that's the only person that's a a pass of like, all right, cool. You can continue to like this through your teen years. Sure. And then when you get <laughs> when you get old enough to be like, oh, there's a lot of like you realize, okay, these are like actors. These are all buff actors. And some of them aren't as good as other ones. But like the roles that like they're stuntmen and actors that are putting on a show that because the goal, maybe not the goal for all of them, but like you look at all the wrestlers that get into like movies and shit. And it's like they're Elfish. making way more money. Are you about to say Elfish Pro Wrestling? Yes. Yes. You're I'm the head of it. You're the head of Elf Wrestling. Oh, Federation. dude. Fucking tables, ladders and chairs matches. Dude. Fucking hell in a cell. You would be. What What is the the old owner? The guy that's in trouble now? Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Is he in trouble for one of the wild, uh, various wild shits that he did? Yeah. Things are catching up with him. I mean, I think that he's still okay, but there's like all these like sex abuse cases right now. That absolutely tracks. He just looks like a guy that would. Well, it's like the whole male on male wrestler sex abuse. It's like a whole thing. Or like the, the, the old guys take in the new guys. It was like a whole thing during the. 90s and stuff but it never got like a ton of press Mm. very interesting yeah but you could be the head of the elf wrestling federation oh yeah absolutely i'm down with that they could do so many cool moves because you could throw them really far Uh, so you're talking your mix were were combining the um coliseum games hey it's your monkey it's your circus so it's like six elves against one regular size guy that's what you want to do I mean, I you said you could wonderful. throw them really far, but I'm thinking, like, could an elf throw an elf really far? No, no, of course I not. I think in that analogy, you're saying yes. you have a regular-sized man. Yes. Hmm. I mean, yeah, why not? They do it in sumo. A bunch of tiny elves sumo wrestling would be fun. No, they, I guess they don't do a, a couple of people against the one. That's not how they do it, but... Elves versus raccoon matches. Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be cool to raccoons. Those are real. I don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> I had to consider it. I, I didn't really that's think our, that That's through. our mascot. That's uh, it's our namesake. It's the OG trash cat. If I could take in a raccoon and ro- give it a Rocky-style training montage, pump it full of steroids, and let it wrestle an elf, you bet your bottom dollar I make that call every time. Let me let me ask you this, and I think I know the answer already. But let me let me pick your brain. Okay. If you could use, you know, you use Santa's scepter, mm-hmm. but it it doesn't just it doesn't just work on the elves. You can choose a an animal an animal species. Okay. Or or plant. I'll give you that too. Ooh. Species to control at will. They obey 
your every word. They they will accomplish any task. This is a amass in any size army that's possible based on population. What do you go for? Now, if you pick like a cat, like a house cat, do you get mm-hmm. tigers and shit too? Like how, how what how does it work up the family mm. tree? The genus. Genus catus species. There is some nebulous, but it's not a lot. So like if you okay, pick okay. if you if you're like aiming for domestic house cat, you you're probably gonna get some bobcats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a little ocelot in there or something the, every now and the, then. But that's on the house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um Fuck, I wouldn't go cats, but I, I feel like this is one of those things where like ants is like the most cost of, or like a most effective thing. That's like I, was, I was I was thinking um, mosquitoes. I don't want to be an ant boy. No, and, and mosquitoes is like you could do a lot of damage with mosquitoes, but the, what if you had all the mosquitoes gather all the blood you wanted? Oh yeah, and you could make a blood lake. Where you swim in your enemy's blood. <laughs> Just make all the diseases yeah, at once. <laughs> you, could, you could make super disease lakes to throw your elves in to see what happens to them. Or, or, uh. <laughs> you could, you could, you know, it, at the, at your very will give someone a life threatening disease without. You know, lifting your finger without fuck, dude. That would be you know, so and, cool. And then no one would know about it. It wouldn't even have to be a swarm of them. It would just have to be like one. To be like a covert plague bearer in your yeah. real life would be so cool. The, Anyone who's rude to you, you just give cancer right away. This is another super nerd thing. One of my favorite things you can do in Skyrim was uh, there's a suit of armor you can find that when you are nearby an enemy it poisons them that's cool like just by being near them you are poisoning them and i was like, like a that's... psychic vampire yeah it's fucking yeah. really cool so and i i was thinking mosquito would be like the most brutal one you could pick but that also if you could pick if you could control plant life poison ivy <laughs> poison ivy would be dope i was thinking like mushrooms like Opium. Sp- spores of mushrooms. Yeah, just <laughs> fields of fields of poppy that just, just uh, they're <laughs> leaking all the time. Like you, you, wherever you walk is a continually growing path of poppies that are already like leaking opium. Yeah. <laughs> you're just wherever you walk, you're just like rushing through the opium fields. Oh. Johnny opium seed over here. <laughs> <laughs> that is like my actual heaven. Oh my god! What a, uh, always the purest. Thank you. thank you for thinking of that. That mm-hmm. is, I'm going to think about that a lot later. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to it's going to influence your next couple pieces of work. That's uh, you know, I saw a um, I think it was fucking Hank Green or somebody talking about like the the biomass of all of like like all living things on the planet, mm-hmm. like mammals you know uh reptiles like all that shit like animal kingdom shit is like less than two percent of, of the yeah. biomass it's like the rest is all like bacteria and shit like even like Dirt. mushrooms outweigh us elf poop yeah <laughs> yeah it's all elf shit dude uh, so what animal would you do i feel like you have to do something soft snakes would be fun though too but i feel like you want something soft you can like cuddle with i mean it, i mean In definitely mouse. um when I brought up the the thing, like 
rats and raccoons were like top of the list of like yeah and that's another like rats is another good plague one of like you just you you walk in you know a city and it's just a swarm of rats because rats can be dirty vile and cute and cuddly yeah exactly they're a very bipolar animal yeah (laughs) they have they have two settings and it's vile and disgusting or cute and cuddly (laughs) they have to go through a lot of therapy yeah (laughs) so rats would be i feel like i would still be drawn to cats i'm surprised you didn't say hyena i know that's like your it is my spirit animal yeah I feel like a true hyena wouldn't want to be around other hyenas because we're yeah. too alpha, you know. Yeah, yeah. Don't they Can't travel? Don't they travel in packs? Not this hyena. Not this one. <laughs> I'm a little different. <laughs> I'm not like all the other hyenas. I'm more of a painted dog, if you <laughs> if you will. Hmm. I think. Yeah. I. I do. They have I, to I've, smell, though. That's the thing. Is if you're gonna be with that animal all the time, you want something soft and like. That makes a good companion too. I mean, it's like they're choosing also, the right Pokemon, you know. Anything that shits is gonna smell. That's what I was thinking. Like snakes would be cool, but like if you had snakes all over, you'd be like covered in like this big pissy snake ball all the time. Yeah. You know. Cats at least know how to use a litter box. Do you hear the scientists discovered that snakes have clitorises? Dude, I saw a lizard <laughs> dick this week. Have you ever seen a chameleon's dick? No. Dude, please Google it. Okay. I'm sending you this. Dude, it looks it looks like an alien. Like it actually is like forked and splits, and it has these sacks of spikes that swell up. It's like it looks like an alien. And it like grows oh, out Jesus of Jesus Christ. Like it it looks crazier than I could have imagined making up a fake alien dick i had to figure out the way i was going to put this into my search engine um i'd love to hear what you decided on i was i was so i was going to type in chameleon penis and i thought i don't know that seems odd and i thought chameleon genitalia and then i thought no i need to be more specific about it i'm going straight chameleon penis and see that's that's what i did and it's that's what i ended on dude this is this isn't even a crazy one. I there's some lizards where it's like it's very wild. I'm gonna very say I have, alien. I have a whole documentary on this. I'll send to you. <laughs> and I get a, a what, what also comes up. I've got multiple things of pipes. Yeah, I keep seeing meth pipes. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, it makes sense. Meth heads love. <laughs> Dude, I knew this one guy. so there Uh are some reasons that injecting a drug into your dick can make sense now generally it does not make sense and it would be like a last resort or um you know you got socks on and your (laughs) your arms are covered and Normally, it's all your other easy-to-hit veins are, like, scarred out or you have an infection, like, infections or, like, some serious problems where, like, getting a good, clean vein is hard. Oh, believe me. If you're injecting drugs into your penis, you have some serious problems. (laughs) Eh? It can happen. But Mm -hmm. um, I knew this one guy. So there's a a thing with uppers and meth in particular because meth is not what people think it is. It actually is, like... 
like a pure confidence in love. It is like a supreme, supreme confidence and embrace of the world. It's It's very odd. But it makes a lot of people instantly horny. And that's why it's used in these sex communities as a like party drug. And I knew this one dude, he he would just shoot it into his dick to come. Oh. That was his thing. Oh god. That's sounds terrible. Cuz like your body starts developing responses. And like a ton of heroin people when you shoot up like normal is like the only time you'll get a boner. Cuz like your body's so like junked out, not working correctly from uh, the opiate abuse but like you develop a sexual attraction to your drug and then when you get well is one of the few windows of time your body is also responding properly it's somehow those signals get crossed and when you inject your drug like normal is like the only time you're getting sexually aroused and then like some people get really far into it and they just shoot stuff into their dick to come pretty wild yeah like you know like uh all, all the you were talking about porn earlier all like the typical male porn stars like 60 percent of them 40 percent of them take like viagra and stuff but like the other 60 percent inject basically like a liquid form it's called like cicatrix or some shit into your dick to stay hard that's so that's fucking wild that's i mean like, i knew like that the they'd have like you know, probably took like Viagra or some shit, but that's crazy. It's probably like 50-50, but most of the, profe- like, eventually Viagra's not quite cut, cutting the cheese. <laughs> so you, st- you inject this stuff in your dick. They make it for people with like heart disorders and stuff. And every once in a while, people have like bad reactions to it. And then they're like in the hospital and I get to see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which. Speaking of which, I'm sorry. Our conversation, I started re-looking at the the North Pole shit and um, looking at the the spaces around it, which would best serve as a base. And I'm I'm on Google Earth. I'm just looking at these islands outside of, uh, between Alaska and Russia. To plan your elf and D-Day invasion. Yeah, I was looking for like, where's a good one that actually has like life on it? Because most of them do not. They're just, you know mountainous and there's not much like natural terrain with, with which to live upon mm, sure. um and i found bearing island it has an airport i don't see like housing anywhere except for like near the airport there is a road none of this is important or any important to the podcast or good oh yeah there's a whole city well i was just wondering how it tied back into meth dick but <laughs> I don't know. That's just what my that's what my my eyes were doing while you know learning about meth dick. It's just for some reason I started thinking about Russian islands and yeah. I what? typed in North Pool instead of North Pole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're winning. We're doing it. Yeah, I feel like this is gonna be a lot of editing, but we got some jokes. Yeah, we got some jokes in there. That was fun. It's good, a uh, good Christmas, you know, uh, a balance, something to listen to while the um, your your Yule log burns and uh, the mistletoe over the doorway. Yeah, and and speaking of 
medical conditions gone wrong. Do mm-hmm. you want to look at this uh, CAT scan? I, I would love to. Okay, so let, let me set the scene on this a bit. So I, I've been having, at times, severe abdominal pain for over six months now. And I actually remember when it started. And it happened to, it happened to be the weekend I visited you. Oh, no. Like, unrelated to anything. I just, I remember it starting then, <clears throat> and it was very minimal. And it's since, it, it like, waxes and wanes, it moves around, there's different things that make it better and worse, but it's internal. Like, I truly don't think it could just be muscular, because I feel it around certain organs, and depending on how I treat it, it fucking moves. It's very bizarre. It's been ongoing. Most of the time it's okay, but it gets pretty bad. So I've had to take like three day afternoons off work to go to these appointments, keep trying to get it looked at by somebody, not having much luck. Um, so I've missed multiple days of work. I go to, for my third appointment and they finally are taking it seriously because it's been going on for a while and there's some other symptoms I don't want to go into that suck that they can tell something is going on, right? Right, right. So they're like, fuck it. We need to actually get a CAT scan, right? Yeah. Now, I can feel this pain right now. Like, it's not severe, but it is there. And it's inside my abdomen. Like, something, it's gone on long enough. I know something is wrong. I just don't know if it's, like, serious or not or, like, what exactly it is but i i can feel it like currently like something's fucked up i injured something or have some sort of internal process going on so they finally tell me to get a cat scan for this scan when all was said and done i paid a hundred dollars a minute for this scan and that's with insurance covering insurance covered 60 percent of it Still Jesus. cost about a hundred dollars a minute. It was only like four minutes, like four hundred bucks. Now, to put that in perspective, I to get that money, I'm spending most of a full week of work, not the full week, but most of a full week of work coding other people's medical charts. Yeah. For my job. I have really good insurance. I'm looking at other people's medical charts. I'm making Incision decisions, not incisions, that would be bad. <laughs> making decisions about how things should be paid and charged based on their medical charts for nearly 40 hours. Spend my whole week doing that to pay for one scan. And these are the results. Gotta open my my chart. What a lovely app that is. Right. What, what great things our medical system does. Jesus. So, let's see. Now, what was crazy, like, I just had this scan done tonight. It got me, <clears throat> I came from there to here to record. Like just, just hours ago. And, yeah, and they, they got me the results on the drive back home. Like, a radiologist had reviewed the scans and got the results and interpreted them before I got home from driving back. And I haven't even looked at all of it yet. We're going to read it live on the pod. Oh, good. Let's see if I'm dying. I know it's nothing. Su- I know they didn't get anything super serious. Um, but I don't know the full details yet. 
test results. Okay, okay. So I had to fast for this just a little bit, but I did, had a CT abdomen pelvis without contrast because they were they were being a little cheap. They didn't go for the contrast. Mm-hmm, just had, mm-hmm. had a, a regular one, right? You can add that in post. Yeah, of course. So narrative impression, history, abdominal pain, acute, non-localized abdominal pain, left upper quad, intermediately six months, left upper quadrant pain. Comparison, none. Technique, non-contrast multiplanar CT images of abdomen and pelvis. Computed tomography. So instead of just getting one view of something, the whole scanner circles you and basically takes hundreds of images that give a better 3D representation. So it's a CT scan. Findings. All right, we're going to go through the organs. (laughs) Like, this is a dumb elf I'm experimenting on. <laughs> Lower chest. Unremarkable. Rude. <laughs> Dude, I, you beat me to it. That's what I was going to say. Unremarkable? That's that's rude as fuck. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Jesus. Liver? Unremarkable. Not a mark on my liver. That's, that's impressive. That is. That's re- pretty good. Did not have a blown out, flabby, scarry liver. Yeah. <laughs> after all the things that I'm impressed. Like, part of this was very relieving. Gallbladder slash bile ducts. Unremarkable. Jesus. No opaque gallstones. I got no gallstones. And I, if I was a betting man, I put all my money on gallstone going into the scan. I got no gallstones, bro. It's not you're, right. You're, you're, without, <laughs> you're without the stones. No, no gallstones. Pancreas, also unremarkable, no masses, or duct dilation. My ducts are tight. I got tight pancreatic ducts. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured, like, ducks. Yeah, that's exactly what I pictured, too. <laughs> that's exactly why I laughed. <laughs> Spleen, unremarkable. Adrenals, unremarkable. Kidney slash uterers. I have no hydroporosis or hydrouters, no renal or uteral calculuses or calculi. So I got no no stones. No I got no stones. Cal- no stones, no calcium buildup, no obstructions from said stones breaking off or water pressure from stone. Nothing. Let let he who is without stones cast the first stone. Honestly, though, like, these are the things that I thought I for sure had. Like, there's no way. This level of pain it gets to, I figure it had to be related to an obstruction of some sort. But my next guess has been muscular from my job turning all day. This is the first time I've ever sat all day. I've never had a sitting job ever. Mm -hmm. And it's been a, a year and a half. And I turn all day to that same side that hurts to look at the second monitor but it's just so weird because the pain isn't i've never it's not it doesn't feel muscular it feels inside so i i don't know if i'm like straining something by sitting and turning a certain way so so i thought it for sure would be like a gallstone or kidney obstruction or something gi track unremarkable no obstruction no wall thickening or pumotus. I, I 
You're saying they're saying your uh, your poop walls aren't too thick. Paper thin GI walls. They're paper thin. <laughs> no thickening at all. Normal appendix. You can see series nine hundred one image sixty. If you need proof for that. Oh, good. My vessels. We'll, we'll link that in the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My vessels also unremarkable. No aneurysms. I got no aneurysms. That's cool. Congratulations. It's nice to know. Lymph nodes. No. <laughs> no, no lymph nodes. <laughs> Ain't got none. Not a single one. No, unremarkable. No enlarged lymph nodes. Now, what's interesting about that mm-hmm. is I know they're wrong because I have multiple enlarged lymph nodes right now. They didn't mm, catch them. No. And I wasn't going to tell them about that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're I, not enlarged to the point that they're concerned about it. No, they're on my head. I get lymph I mean, you would expect infections. them to maybe say slightly enlarged or something. Your boys got blown out lymph nodes. <laughs> <laughs> like a bomb went off in those lymph nodes. <laughs> no, it's weird. I have like super reactive lymph nodes. Like, any, like if I get a cut... My lymph nodes get set off. Ew. Yeah, like they're like super. They're they're pretty cool. They got my back. <laughs> I was they looking out back. for me. <laughs> Give me warning sign. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Abdominal wall, unremarkable. Bones, unremarkable. Other, <laughs> I think it's just so funny. Now here's the one thing that's screened at all: pelvis, pelvic. Pleblosis. I know that's not how you say it. How do you say it? Pleb for veins. And they, they called you a pleb. <laughs> Plebolis. Plebolis. I know it's stony. I don't fucking veins. know. <laughs> you don't know what a plebolith is. So uh, is that the uh, the full name of when you call someone a plebe? It's when you have tiny calcifications or masses of calciums within a vein. So they're sometimes called vein stones. So Jesus Christ. So the thing is, though, is they're like super common. If if you scan the average person, it still says this is considered unremarkable. If you scan the average person, a ton of people have veins that are slightly calcified in their pelvis. And supposedly it's from lack of muscle muscle support because your Mm -hmm. pelvis is like self-contained and you're not muscularly supporting all the veins in your pelvis all the time so it's just like slight hardening of veins now Mm -hmm. the thing is is i don't have a detailed readout on that and i wonder if that could be related to anything like if this last year being the first year of my life i'm not as actively moving if my like pelvic veins are are hardening but i don't feel like that's and they wrote it was also unremarkable and non-abnormal. So I, I don't think that could be like the whole like reason for pain. Right. But I thought that that could be interesting because it could tell me something that's going on there. Yeah. To have hardening of pelvic veins. All in all, spent a week's basically a week's pay to get inconclusive results to get basically roasted by doctors <laughs> yeah and that that's <laughs> to tell you your system. pelvis is, is unremarkable <laughs> unremarkable pelvis yeah <laughs> very rude but isn't it crazy though like this spending that much time especially you're i'm spending my work time 
working on other people's medical charts to spend that much time on my life to get a scan that took four minutes and cost me a week of my life. Yeah. To get no results. Is, that, and that's still wild. And, and the worst part about it is you know that because this information came from a doctor that you know it's irrefutable and correct. You, you can Pretty sleep sarcastic. well knowing that there's – Definitely nothing that was ever missed or... Oh, I don't know. It, it was a scan. I feel like they got a clean scan. Like I, I, I definitely are, I, I, I know, say but, that so much in jest, but I feel like that's the worst is knowing that like when it comes back and like we couldn't find anything. And it's like, yeah, did you not find anything because it wasn't there? Or did you not find anything because I need to have someone else take a look at it? Right. Like maybe I needed... Um, contrast and a better scan yeah you know like that see that's the you, thing gotta, is, you gotta bring us 400 more dollars right i i do feel pretty confident like nothing major is wrong like i mm. do have some some relief from that like at least there's nothing like serious i don't have like an internal bleed yeah. that was causing like an ascites or some type of shit of blood pulling up i don't have a tumor growing in my side yeah like the big things aren't I don't have to think about it anymore. But it is frustrating because now I feel like it's going to be impossible to get both. It's going to be difficult to get answers. And now it's harder to get doctors to take you seriously when you have evidence that contradicts how you feel. Mm -hmm. You know, if you had that experience where you're like, hey, I know something's with this and they all the tests show something not what you think it is. Yeah. And then, like, five years later, you get proof, and it's like, they, they made it such a pain in the ass along the way. I had, growing up, we thought that I had, like, a a, a dairy allergy and shit like that, and I was was passed around by so many doctors that were like, I've never seen anything like this, I've never seen a reaction like this, and right. I, um, yeah. years, years go by through my high school of just a misdiagnosis before I finally go to a dermatologist that's like, Oh yeah, that's seborrheic dermatitis. Like just kind of looked me up and down and like knew it right away. Yeah. And I was like, but what like what does that have to like what about the dairy allergy thing? And she was like, you might be allergic to dairy, but it's got nothing to do with that. Like just so matter of factly like that. I was like just one what? smart person who knew their specialty. Yeah. yeah. And then later on I had a, a a different experience in um in Florida. Fuck, what was the one I was just about to say? Um, oh, so this was the one when I was throwing up for hours and hours on end, uh, multiple nights a week, I couldn't sleep because I was so, I would just throw up, you know, I'd vomit until I had nothing left in my stomach. And then I'd just spend the whole night throwing up bile and stomach acid Wasn't and that shit. The kidney stone? No, that was different. That was, um, we, we couldn't figure out like why I just, I'd be up for hours of the night, just emptying my stomach and. How long did this go on? This went on for a while. This was a few months at least of like, it wasn't every night, but it was, you know, like a few nights a week sometimes. And it would be, I feel like it was fucking brutal because my, my throat would all, my esophagus would always Uh, hurt because yeah, I'm just throwing up fucking acid and shit. They call it esophagitis, ephagus, after it burns away your throat too far. Because there's like people with GERD that their throat is all scar tissue and they need like reconstructive throat surgery and shit yeah that's i mean like that's kind of what they amounted it to at first and they gave me like 
things to like help curb that while we, you know, were waiting on like the, eventually I went in and got a endoscopy. They stuck a camera down my throat Yeah, and, um, they came back and they were like, there's no ulcers or, you know, like there's, you know, there's some like that's sore and like upset, but that's because you're like throwing up vomit and shit or you're throwing up. Uh, what was it? You've told me this, but I can't remember. So what it ended up being, like we exhausted a bunch of options and one of the things that could cause extreme cases that they were like, you could just be, it be stress. And sure enough, I kind of evaluated that and I broke up with my girlfriend at the time. And then uh, after that, that's insane. dude. Yeah. After that, never happened again. That says so much. Yep. That's crazy. Spent all that time and the money and you know, the, what the results were like, we don't, we don't have it. Then we're not showing anything that would cause it, which was, you know, relieving, but it's like, well, then what is it? And it's like you've exhausted all their options. Is it just stress? Psycho- and it's psychomatic, like, uh, bro. Yep. I've had some of those kind of stress reaction, and it is crazy because there's no way you would initially have believed it was just stress. No, right? Exactly. Shot. It's too extreme, but your body really will compensate that way. Yeah, and it's like I I mentally had gotten used to the stress. You know, I'd been with them for a while on and off, and it was like. It's just too much. See, that's why part of me could believe like this is actually just like a super inflamed, even if it's like an internal muscle, like muscular thing, or like the starts of an ulcer related to stress or something. Like, yeah. it just it's frustrating because I hate not knowing and I hate feeling like I'm not believed because I fucking hate the medical system, but I'm like forced to interact with it. And anyone listening who thinks I sound like an idiot. I cannot – I learned all of my medical coding stuff by myself online. I can't yeah. pronounce anything. I can read and understand shit, but I can't yeah, pronounce knows what. No, Yeah, you know your shit. It's just – it's fucking – it's medical shit. It sucks. It's all – yeah, plebiscis. I know plebe is vain. bullshit. Lith is the calcify or stonify. Stonify. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did I a lot of that in high school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I had a. It was a pleasure slaughtering elves with you before the new year. What what's what's the new year's going to look like for Trash Cats twenty twenty three? Set off on a good note. I know we got a we got Big a dreams. nice interview coming up. Got two nice interviews. Uh, yeah, you're right. Dope. Yeah, we, we're gonna start fucking around with the interviews. We need to start getting more music again. We haven't had people send us music as much. We need to. Get back in the DJ game. Uh, probably do some more art stuff for sure. Like more honorable mention stuff. I don't know. I feel like we're on a good float though. I like what we've been doing. And I think I think it's just going to slowly but surely. I feel like we got what we're supposed to do. It's just going to grow in scale. Okay. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll keep, a good year. We'll keep giving you something to listen to when you're on your way to and from work. Yeah. We'll be your little... <laughs> your little <laughs> podcast slave elf just <laughs> locked inside your phone singing Toy- a podcast spell to you toying away at the audacity uh coal mine of our life uh thanks again for listening everybody yeah thanks guys this thank was you. dumb as fuck hopefully. it was super stupid and fun <laughs> thank well, you to approaching next week we'll do something slightly more serious <laughs> slightly slightly <laughs>
Uh, thank you to Approaching Human for the use of his music. You can find his work on SoundCloud at Approaching-Human. Thanks, John. Look forward to talking with you on the podcast soon. Fuck yeah. I'll make sure to check out the show page at Trashcats Trashcast on Instagram for news and art from the show. Check out Facebook for the memes. For the memes. If you're super bored, you can check out my trashy art on Instagram at SkyZXSKYZSEX. And uh, I think that's it. No honorable mentions. We got some cool stuff next week. And uh, I think it does it. Yep, that's going to be all for us today. Stay classy, eat trashy. Go fast, eat trash. Free the elves. Free the the elves into our own employment. (laughs) From bondage, they should be delivered. (laughs) 